This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. It is the Thursday episode, and I'm just going to jump right into it because I feel like I might go on some tangents, if you will. I realize, I think I named this episode Favorite Things, and I am going to touch on a lot of our favorite things, but I'm also going to tell you guys about things that we bought that I wish we didn't buy. Like, if I knew... If I had the experience that I had with Milo and all the things that we bought and products that we went through, I like for a second time around, I would not, I would do things differently. And I'm going to share with you what we would do differently, what we would still buy and spend money on and things that I wouldn't spend money on a second time around. So to get right into it, I'm going to start with strollers because... When I was pregnant, I was looking into, which I think everybody does, looks into the strollers that can, you can clip the car seat right into the stroller because, and it was super handy because when your baby is newborn up until like three months, let's say, they're sleeping all the time. So if you want to go shopping, go out for lunch, like take them around to different places, even if you're just going to visit someone at their house and they fall asleep in the car, you don't have to like physically take them out of the car seat and bring them in. You can just clip the car seat out of the car and stick it into the stroller, which is really nice. As opposed to, for example, the car seat that Milo has now, which is a convertible car seat for older kids, it has to stay in the car. Like it can't come in and out of the car, right? So super handy. I recommend everyone, if you can, to get one of those car seat stroller combos that clicks in, but do not get the most expensive one. And I'll tell you why. So when I was pregnant, we obviously weren't even thinking about strollers that we would use when Milo was a little bit older. So you know, when he was one year, about 12 months old, I think, we flew to Vancouver and I was like, I'm not taking this big clunky stroller with me because to use in the airport, to use like, you know, even to go shopping or whatever. So we bought a car seat stroller combo that also came with a seat for six months and up. Like once the baby could sit up and hold their head up, you could use this other seat that wasn't the car seat. So I was like, okay, that's perfect because look, like they transition from a car seat and then once they're a little bit older, you have this other seat that they can go in. But the actual base of that stroller was so heavy and bulky compared to travel strollers that literally once Milo grew out of his infant car seat, we did not use that stroller anymore. So we spent like $1,500 on this stroller that we used for literally months because once he was a little bit older and we went to Vancouver, 
we bought a travel stroller and we bought if you follow me on instagram you've probably seen it it's like green and we got it's the baby zen yo-yo stroller and there are new options now i think there are that are a little bit cheaper i think we paid like 600 or something for this one so once we had that and we bought it for the purpose of travel i was like this stroller is amazing i would never use the other one ever even just to have it sitting in the back of my car like the yo-yo folds right up it's super easy to unfold and fold back up it's small so if you're like navigating a store or shopping or a mall like you can just like whip it around it's not big and clunky so that stroller ended up living in the car and that is what we used on a day-to-day basis and we never ended up using the um like the older child seat that went with the clip-in like the you know what i mean the the bigger stroller that has the ability for the car seat the infant car seat to click in and out never ended up using that again once we got the baby zen yo-yo so you're probably thinking well what about when you want to go for walks on trails or something like that like a rougher sidewalk because the baby zen yo-yo has the small wheels so they don't you know it's not good for like trails or any kind of rough terrain i think that's what they call it on car commercials terrain So my recommendation would be get a smaller, cheaper, like for cost, if I'm putting cost in mind, like the price of things, I would get like a cheaper version of a click-in, the one where the car seat clicks into the stroller, the, the cheapest version possible, if you really want that feature which I think it's pretty fantastic when your baby is like zero to three months. And then I would get a cheaper stroller that folds up really small, that's really easy to carry, that's good for like, you know, keeping in the back of the car that you can use at the mall to travel with. I would do that. And then I would invest in a stroller that's like an outdoor kind of adventure stroller. So we have, again, if you follow me and you see me use the big blue stroller, that's like a little cabin for Milo. That is a Thule, T-H-U-L-E, and it was an investment. It was like $1,500. So yes, we have spent like ridiculous amounts of money on strollers because when Milo was small and I was on mat leave, it was winter and I like we were in Sudbury the roads are terrible I couldn't walk him with any other stroller and all my friends had two leaves my two friends and they would go walking on trails and there's lots of features on on that stroller so you can put actually cross-country skis on the bottom of it it comes with that not doesn't come with but you can buy that attachment for that stroller And so we would often go walk on like snowy trails and I would like pull Milo. It comes with like these bars that then go to like a waistband thing that you attach around your waist and you can pull your child in the Thule while you're like hiking through snow trails. Or if you have cross-country skis, you can put those on and then, you know, 
slide your child in behind you or ski them, whatever. Um, it also comes with like a jogging wheel so that it's like a three wheel stroller that's easy to jog on and use on rough trails. And you can tie it to the back of a bike or not tie it. You know what I mean? Like it has proper attachments. Um, and then it comes with also just the basic two wheels that you put on the front so that it's like a four wheel stroller. It is phenomenal. And I was like depressed in the house in the winter with a baby, maternity leave, and I like eventually convinced my husband that we absolutely needed this stroller so that I could go out during the day and take Milo out on trails and he would stay super warm because it has a plastic cover that you can put over the front so that it's like a wind barrier and also a rain barrier, a snow barrier. And so they stay warm on the inside. Again, there are cheaper versions of strollers that are like that, that have those functions. So you could look into those, but we got the Thule because that's what my friends had and I'm a loser and didn't want to go look at reviews and try and find something that was as good. I had already, you know, heard from them that they were obsessed with it and I'm so happy that we made that purchase. But again, I would not have spent so much money on the car seat click-in stroller if I could go back. Um, so yeah, that is my stroller rant. The next thing I want to talk about, which I'm happy that we didn't spend money on, is nursery decor and a crib or like the baby furniture for the nursery. So I obviously I wanted to, but I ended up finding a really cute set that I loved that matched the kind of room that I wanted him to have when he was a baby. I'll share a picture of his nursery on Instagram, actually. Um, so we ended up getting a set of like a tall dresser and then a lower dresser and then his crib from Ikea. And I think all three of those pieces of furniture came up to like $500 or $600. Whereas, you know, some of the cribs that I were I was looking at that were really nice and in the nice baby stores were like just the crib itself was like 600 or over. So that crib was amazing. It had drawers on the bottom and we used that up until we switched him to a bed and it's still like in mint condition. I am happy that we did not spend a lot of money on the crib. Not gonna lie. And to be honest, when we travel to my husband's parents' house in Vancouver or to my parents' property, to my sister's house, we just bought one of the, I think it's $100 and it's like a, a wood um, basic crib from Ikea. And if I was, you know, if I knew what I know now and I was having my first baby again, I would just buy that $100 Ikea crib um, and that's it. I wouldn't even buy one that's more expensive. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. 
We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner. I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. 
Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Something else that we didn't buy is a change table. So I had just bought like the change table pad, which was probably like 50 bucks or something. And we just put it on top of one of his dressers that we got. To be honest, I don't think I used it once. So I'm really happy that we didn't spend hundreds of dollars on a piece of furniture that is like one of those grand wooden change tables. Because with a newborn and a baby really, like we lived in the living room. So I would change him on the couch. I would change him. I would just throw like a towel down or a blanket and change him on the floor. Or so don't spend money on nursery furniture or the crib. Okay. This brings me to the next thing now that I'm talking about change table and something that you want to get a good quality version which we bought the pack and play and this like we used the pack and play so much and we got the one that comes with the little bassinet that you can click on top of it and the little change table that you can click on top of it and that stayed in our living room and we used that day in and day out also if we went to someone's house to visit the pack and play just came with us because it was so handy if you're traveling you can bring it that also serves as like a little crib and i know some people use the pack and play as the bedside crib when the baby is really small um, which is a genius idea we had the bedside little bassinet that swivels i can't think of the name right now but it was expensive um did i find it really helpful yes would i spend that money on it again probably not because i think it was really helpful when i was recovering and it was difficult for me to like move in bed so i could just reach over and like slide him over to me and pick him up but I don't know. I don't know if I would, like, I think it was, uh, maybe it's like two or $300. It, it has different levels. Like they sell them with different bells and whistles. So I would probably get the lowest, like the one with the least bells and whistles. Um, but yeah, that thing was really handy to have, I must say. But it's probably one of those things, again, you're not using it for very long because your baby grows out of the little bassinet. Um, so it's like, do you want to spend the money to make those few months really like to be easier? It's up to you and it's, you know, dependent upon your financial situation, I guess. I put out a thing on Instagram yesterday asking you guys what a good baby monitor is because... Oh my goodness, with all the technology in the world, it's truly unbelievable how crappy some baby monitors are. And it's not that they're cheap either, but it's like, why is the picture so crappy? 
how like we can fly people to the moon but we can't properly make a baby monitor and i will say i okay so some people had said the lollipop monitor which i agree it's super cute i love that you can like wrap it around the the bars of the crib when they're really young to get like an up close picture of them um the picture is more clear but I don't really like, sorry, I hit the microphone. I don't really like baby monitors that use Wi-Fi and that go onto your phone. I use my phone all the time, so I don't want the baby monitor on my phone as well. It just wouldn't work for me. So I went through the answers that people said for the monitors, their recommendations, and a lot of people suggested using actual home cameras, like the Nest cameras or the Ring cameras, instead of a baby monitor, that they work amazing. And then once you don't need a baby monitor anymore, you can repurpose them and still use them around the house. So that is genius. Um, Some other recommendations that came up a lot is the Nanit. And people said it is expensive, but definitely worth it. The Wise, W-Y-Z-E. The Eufy, never heard of it. The E-U-F-Y. And the Vava, the V-A-V-A. I don't know why I assumed you couldn't spell Vava, but there you go. All right, next topic I wanted to go over is high chair. So when I was pregnant, our house looked so nice. It was starting to get decorated. We had moved into a new a new home. Um, I didn't want to ruin the aesthetic of the kitchen and the dining room with a big, ugly, bulky high chair. So I found the most aesthetically pleasing high chair I could. It was black. It was made out of wood. It keeps the child at a level that is the same as the table. So I think a lot of high chairs, they're really high up compared to the dinner table. And this one kept him, you know, in line with the table. I'm talking about the, uh, what are they called? I can't think of the name right now, but it's the nice wooden high chairs that a lot of people have. They are pretty expensive, but again, I was like, it's going to be out in the dining room all the time. I like the way it looks. It matches the decor. So I want this one. Well, if I were to do it again, I would probably just get the freaking cheapest high chair, the one that everybody has from Ikea. I swear to God, I think it's like $20 or something. And we actually have that high chair at my husband's parents' house in Vancouver. And it was so easy to keep clean because it's plastic. The tray is plastic, which cleans so well. But the rest of the chair is easy to clean as well because you know they get food everywhere. The wooden high chair, while it looks beautiful, was impossible, like he would get food all over the chair and then it would dry on the wood and like stick to it. There's probably still food all over it downstairs in the storage room. It's really hard to clean. I would be like picking it off with my nails. And I just want to point out that, you know, I bought this really expensive high chair because it was aesthetically pleasing to the eye and matched our home decor but you have a kid and your entire house is full of toys and play mats and activity centers and, you know, the freaking jolly jumper. So it really didn't matter in the end. Um, so yeah, I would go with the cheap 
IKEA high chair. They also, there's some companies that do customization things for the high chairs. So you can get like colorful mats to put on the tray and like pillows that are like cute materials and designs. So I would just go that route. Something else I wanted to mention, a lot of people go for those really expensive beds, not the beds, but you know, those pillows with like, like the Docatot things. So of course we ended up ordering one of those because I literally felt like I needed to have it. We didn't use it once. So I think it was $200. What we did use literally every single day, love it, love it, love it so much, was a $40 similar kind of thing. It's like a little pillow that they sit on and they can sleep on. It's the cutest thing ever. It's called the Boppy Pillow. And I think they sell it at like Babies R Us or Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm not sure. Maybe even Amazon. But it was a similar idea to the Docatot, except they're kind of upright a little bit more. So we had Milo in that all the time during the day. He would be up on the couch with me watching TV. He would be laying in bed with me on his boppy. We would bring it everywhere with us if we went to someone's house. And it was 40 dollars and we used it all the time. Something else that a lot of people buy is the um, Mamaru chair that, you know, they sit in it and it kind of like waves them around in these different movements. I, what is that chair? Like $400, $300. We had that because I felt like I needed it and he ended up liking the much cheaper Fisher Price rock, what is it, like rockabye, rock and roll, whatever it is, the little rocker from Fisher Price. He spent way more time in that than he ever did in the Mamaru. He didn't love the Mamaru. Now, that being said, I do have friends that swear by the Mamaru and all their kids loved it and they got a lot of use out of it. But I'm just saying for us, he didn't use it very much. So maybe start off with the cheaper version before, you know, spending $400 on something else that they may not even love. Okay, I'll talk quickly about a few more things. So with regard to Milo's convertible car seat, the one that he's currently using in my car, that is the Nuna convertible car seat. I love it. It was expensive. And the reason I chose that one is because I knew that we were going to be doing long car rides up north to my parents' place for like when he was a baby, but also now in his toddler years. So I wanted a car seat that first and foremost was comfortable for him. And that one just, if you just go look at the convertible car seats, the Nuna looks so much more comfortable for them to sit in for long periods of time. When, especially when we had it rear facing because it reclines. So it was really comfortable for those car rides and it's still super comfortable. My husband has the Diono in his car, which was cheaper. Um, but yeah, it's more like he's sitting upright just in like a typical chair. It's not as comfy looking, but it's still a great car seat. 
but that is our reason for choosing the Nuna and I have no complaints about the Nuna really. Um, it's easy to install so we travel with it when we go to Vancouver and we bring it with us in the travel carry case. Um, one thing, the straps I find don't come out enough so sometimes it's annoying to get his arms out but that would be the only complaint I have for that car seat. A lot of people ask us where we got the colorful climber that we have in our house. I know it's like a full-blown jungle gym just chilling in our house. Um, so that is from a Canadian company called Puddles and Play. She is awesome and she sells locally made, handmade, real wood toys for kids. And the climber that we have is also set up with the ramp. It's like a climbing ramp with little, kind of like if you go rock climbing. So that is where that is from. I believe it is handmade in Ottawa. And she did tell me to tell you guys if you wanted to order something like that. She has other options as well. We just got the Rainbow Rocker, which Milo really likes. I haven't turned it around for it to be the rocker part yet. I've just kept it, I'm calling it like his little cabin and we're putting a blanket over it and he's like laying underneath it and climbing over top of it. Um, I feel like if we put it to the rocking side where he can rock back and forth, he's like gonna do it non-stop so I'm bracing myself before I do that but yeah um if you were looking to get one of these items make sure you order by September if you're hoping to have it as a Christmas gift and lastly I will say something that I absolutely love I started Milo on it at 12 months old is the baby latte I talk about it all the time it's a powder. It is so nutritious. It tastes delicious. I put it in his smoothies. You can also just mix it with water and have them drink it as like a milk replacement. It is, so they have the baby latte for 12 months to 24 months and then 24 months plus is the kiddo latte and that is by The Latte Co. It was just really good on those days where I found like he wasn't eating very nutritious things or he wasn't eating much at all. I would make him a little smoothie, put some baby latte or kiddo latte powder in it and just feel so much better. Mom guilt washes away. Oh yes, and quickly before I go, I don't know if this is the case everywhere, but I I think I, yeah, I took a breastfeeding class when I was pregnant and in that class I learned that you can actually rent hospital grade breast pumps. I don't know if this is common knowledge among people that are pregnant, so I just wanted to put that out there. Obviously, you buy all the attachments for yourself. They're not like reusing that stuff, but the actual machine that just turns on and like pumps, whatever it does, you can rent that. And I highly recommend doing that as opposed to spending so much money on a really good breast pump. Um, I think I rented mine for $50 a month and look, like I ended up using it for two months and then I gave it back. So I'm really happy we didn't spend a ton of money on, you know, a really good breast pump. I also found that the hand, not the hand express, but like the manual pump where you just kind of like squeeze the thing. I found those really 
effective as well, especially for nighttime pumps when I didn't want to like get all set up and like hooked up to a machine. I would just literally sit up in bed half awake and like manually pump my boobs. All right. Well, that's a good that's a good note to add, to end on. I hope you guys took some kind of tip or recommendation from this episode. I You know, now that Milo's three years old, I look back on all the things that we bought and what we found useful and what we didn't. So I am happy to pass along that information. If you got any kind of value from this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you are listening. It really helps me stay up in the charts. Tuesday's episode is so good. It is with the co-host and co-founder of Meaningful Living, Haley Hubbard. She is a mom of three. She is also the wife to one half of Florida Georgia Line. So we talked all about tour bus life with kids and we talked about breastfeeding journeys and formula feeding and it was just a really good conversation. So look out for that on Tuesday. And again, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to have Halloween shirts up in the shop soon. So look out for those. I'm thinking I'll release them on September 1st. So look out for that. Thank you again so much for listening. And I hope your children sleep tonight. (laughs) 